unless you're really willing to go. But I think in a situation like that, if I feel like there wasn't like proper due justice to my child, I most likely pull them out of the school. And you know what I mean? I'm right. already thinking about like what homeschool would look like anyway. Right. But I, I think just thinking off the top, that probably would have been my response if I like just that utterly like. Right. And, and, and th- I'm thinking the same thing, but I don't know. I'm thinking, no, y'all gonna have to do a little bit more than that. Right. Because my kid isn't safe. So you're trying to tell me that my kid is still going to be walking the halls with this kid. We don't know. Nobody's watching this kid. He doesn't have, we don't alert security to how he's acting. And yeah, I just, I feel like he should be punished because if he was a little bit older, like that's, that's an actual charge. Like you can't just touch people in, in that area and think that there's no consequences for it. So it's like, I see, I see where the kid might need some counseling because maybe he was touched, but we need some accountability. We need some accountability because what that does to the kids, which is which goes back to why kids are acting the way that they're acting now. What that does to the kids is they they know they're not gonna get no real punishment. Right. So why would they respect you in the classroom? Right. They know. Oh, all they're gonna do is make me oh go to lunch detention and do this little thing on the computer for five minutes. They don't care about that. That's not gonna change them. I think I think it should be I documented and it. I don't, like I said, I don't know all levels and tiers of restorative justice, mm-hmm. but I think certain actions and behavior should be documented. So if it's the same kid who continuously keeps, you know, inappropriately touching, then we need to really do something about this, really see what this could look like, as opposed to just, you know, like not doing anything. Maybe we should like have it mandatory for him to go speak to a counselor every day or like mm-hmm. the people who are like directly impacted by it. But I think I'm I'm questioning. Do you feel as though like the punishment aspect, these kids should be punished, everything like that? Do you think that aligns with the zero tolerance headspace? I mean, kind of. Yeah, it, it, it's it, like it's like a different. I feel like it should be a balance. Okay. You know why can't we do both? Because before it was just zero tolerance. We kicking you out. We don't care what's going on in your house. We don't care. But why can't we do both? Um, Not saying suspension, but let's say community service. Right. You know what I'm saying? Clean up the school, which they do have that in some of the schools, but not all the schools is doing that. But clean up the surrounding neighborhood. Come in for Saturday school to do to build something at school. You know what I'm saying? Like we can do that and also do the counseling because yeah, kids are going to be kids. When you're a teenager, automatically your brain is, is in that risk taking mode. You're not thinking about uh, consequences of your actions. You're thinking about that instant gratification. What's going to give me the thrill. What's going to give me that feeling of happiness. And they're going to do that. If that means disrespecting the teacher because all the other kids are doing it and that's what's going to make me cool, that's what they're going to do. So there has to be some type of the hammer has to come down at some point, because when I was when I was in school, my daddy didn't did not play when it came to when I got in trouble. I remember one time he came in the back of the classroom and sat in the back of the classroom because I was failing uh, my English class in sixth grade. He came in the back and just sat there. And from that point, I just knew I was like, oh no, nah, I can't, I can't mess so, up. So I, I can't co- mess up. I got a question. I got a question for you. 
Not to get on your bumper a little bit, but do you think your approach to education and how people are like, how kids are responded to now, do you feel like you're jealous? Whoa. <laughs> jealous? Do you, are, are, do, you, do you feel like jealous that you didn't get as much great? Like, do you, do you think it's coming from a place of like, I'm upset that this is happening for y'all because I didn't have these same options? I mean, honestly, to keep it like a hundred, maybe it might be a little bit of jealousy in there. Okay. It might be a, a little bit of jealousy in there because I do feel like I could have used some counseling growing up because there was a lot of, I had, I'm just an emotional person. I feel everything. Okay. And I feel like if I had somebody to help me regulate my emotions, I probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble as much. So yeah, I, I would say a little bit of jealousy, um, but it's also, I'm coming out of a place of like shock. Yeah. Because I'm not, you. I've been so removed from the school system as a whole. I graduated uh, high school 10 years ago okay. this year. So the, we're just a different generation. Yeah. And it's it's a shock to me how I don't want to say all the kids are disrespectful, but it's it's a shock to me how they treat the adults. And I also see it taking a toll on the teachers, the administration. They don't want to come to work. You know what I'm saying? Right. They they don't know how to handle their classroom. So they're not even teaching your kid to the best of their ability. Right. So I mean, jealousy. <sighs> So, 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 so like sit, sit with that because, yeah, yeah, yeah. because a lot of that, I, I, I have to check myself sometimes when I'm looking at things from different angles, like, am I really directly impacted or feel away about this situation? Or I'm mad that I didn't get the same level of grace growing mm -hmm. up. I've been in education. I, I, I've done a, enough research to know that 10 years before I was born, education looked a lot different. And right. years before that, yeah. like I heard. Kid, parents or our parents used to get hit with rollers in school. Yeah. Imagine somebody they used, <laughs> they used to get spanked and all that. That that stuff ain't, ain't gonna fly today, but things are forever like changing and evolving. And I think we have the option as adults, soon to be like parents, whenever like that happens, that if you want your kid to be a part of a system that you don't necessarily support or agree with, right. you have to look in the options of homeschooling or what that could look like. Maybe go to a school that aligns with the type of disciplinary actions or positive reinforcement that aligns with you and your life. If some people were just like, yo, just how I had to figure it out, my kid gonna have to figure it out. And whatever that is, we can see the result of that, however that turns out. But we have a lot more control than I think we we exercise and practice. Mm -hmm. And teachers don't get paid enough. I personally feel Ooh, that. So sometimes that's a whole nother conversation. Right. So they're usually responding to not always just some teachers want the best for their students. Other teachers just want their students to comply. Right. They just more so, I just want you to listen to me because I'm an adult, I'm a teacher, blah, mm. blah, blah. Listen to me. That doesn't create the safest, most nurturing environment. So I say all of that to say, like, we got to understand that we're all humans in the, what is it? Uh, restorative, restorative justice. I do feel as though there needs to be balance, like what you were saying, like, right. as well. But there are multiple options that we can take that people can take as parents, as adults, as students, and just create space for, I think, healing, healing for all of us. Because students are usually only repeating 
behaviors that they saw in the household. Right. And like getting to the root of that is important, but there still needs to be some level of, I feel like accountability because accountability is paramount or parallel to growth. They're, they're one and the same. Right. And this is just me being an advocate for mental health. If you're going to start doing restorative justice, actually put the money in to have the staff to right. actually facilitate these things the right way. Because a lot of schools be wanting the teacher to be the therapist, the, exactly. the parent, the all that. Well, you're a teacher. My teacher, when I was growing up, did this, so I know what you're fully capable of, but yeah, you spot on. Right. Y'all really going to rock out with this restorative justice? Go all the way. Right. Go all the way. Put the money into the mental health programs at the school. If there's 600 or 800 kids at the school, why is there only one school therapist? Right. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. You need multiple people on staff. You need the school psychologist, school counselor, school therapist to help with those kids. So, yeah, maybe I am coming from a place of jealousy because I did grow up in a, a world where it was just like, no, you you wrong and, and you getting punished. Um, but also, too, if we're going to actually do this and be that change because we don't want these kids ending up in prison or whatever the case may be. Let's do it the right way and let's put the money into it yeah. and pay these therapists what they worth like me. <laughs> so yeah, put the money into it. Um, but to get back on a lighter note, did you have any good experiences from teachers that maybe taught you a lesson in a more gentle way that you still got it? Um, yes, I remember like one of my favorite um elementary school experiences. I remember my third grade teacher, maybe it was for free. I remember put like a bunch of numbers on the wall, like on a chalkboard, and every student had to go up and not every student, whoever wanted to volunteer, where the commas should go, like after every like third digit or whatever, like that. Some people put it, you know, just not in the right spot. Mm -hmm. It's time for young bull beans to go up there, and I was like. I'm used to numbers. I watch enough TV and I put all the commas in the right spot. And I remember just being like praised. Like I got like a book. I got like a rule. I, I got so many different things. And to me, that was one of the first times that I felt like praised and celebrated in school. Cause remember I said, I got suspended a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of the attention seeking behavior that I engaged in revolved around me acting out. Maybe that was just a way of me like feeling like seen in school because I was primarily just only really good in like math and spelling at the time. So when I was praised for that at like a highest level, students coming up to me, yo, means you're good. I think they made an announcement on the intercom. That type of like positive reinforcement and praise just clearly sat with me for the rest of my life. And I think a lot of students, once they have that label on them, whether that's that's the student that acts out or that's the student that there, we're kind of taught that our actions, even if they're bad, are going to stand with us for the rest of our lives. Right. They said in the Hey Arnold and Duck Funny, you do that, that's going to be put on your permanent record. So we <laughs> we think about sometimes things like that, like no, I. So again, like I said, kids wear their labels like not necessarily a badge of honor. Just is this is who I'm being labeled as, and right. they stay within that role, not knowing that you don't have to be the decision that you made. So I say all that to say like that very specific situation still sat with me because I felt like that was the first time in school that I felt seen for something positive that I did. Mm, yeah. 
I, I like what you said about the label because that's how I felt growing up in school. Like, just oh, Nia's always getting in trouble, or Nia's always gonna get sent to the office. So I kind of, kind of gave up on trying to be good or trying mm-hmm. to please everybody because I was just like, well, they gonna make me get in trouble anyway, so I might this as well what say what I want to say. This is what they see me as, and I would say for me, majority of, dang, I'm, I can't even remember, but I would say. Fifth grade was the first time I had a black teacher. Okay. And her name was Miss Charles. I love you, Miss Charles. I'm still friends <laughs> with her on Facebook. <laughs> so if you see this, um, but I feel like she, at first I didn't like her because she would kind of check me because she knew that I was better than that. Right. And at first I didn't like that. But growing up and, you know, just... I, I I learned to appreciate her for that because she also, she would correct me if I was wrong, right. but she also would show me the praise when I did something good. Right. And I remember her giving me a card and saying like, I'm so proud of you, Nia, like you're killing it and blah, 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 blah. She even would talk to my mom and they had a good relationship too. But for me, what worked for me was the balance. Okay. Maybe that's why I'm saying the balance for the kids because what worked for me was the balance. Yes, my teacher, Miss Charles, she held me accountable. I still got in trouble for things that I did wrong, but she also praised me when I did things right. And a lot of times, kids never get that praise. Right. They never get that praise. So they just feel like, oh, I can't do anything right. And that goes for parents too. I get a lot of kids that come into my office and feel like they the worst kid in the world because anything that anybody ever tells them is negative, negative, negative. Or oh, you should have did this right. Or oh, you could have did this. You could have did this. We also have to remember to praise our kids. So not just as parents, but as educators or as school therapists or school staff, period. If you want the child to change, we also have to give them that praise. So thank you, Miss Charles, <laughs> my fifth grade teacher. Um, I think I think language language is very important too, like how we label things. Right. Because like listening to both of us talk, we're conditioned to use certain language that I don't feel like is the most positive thing personally. Mm-hmm. Like we've said things like throw the hammer, punishment, yeah, trouble. Uh, in some schools, if you, you can have a green day or, or be on red. Oh yeah. I remember that. It's like like things like that. So we just, I think language is important too. I don't know. I don't have the exact wording of what I will use, but I think instead of getting in trouble or saying things like that, like, yo, you're going to be on punishment. Or if you go there, the hammer is going to be thrown at you. Something like an opportunity to reflect and, uh, redirect. Reflect right. and redirect. Reflect okay. and redirect. Hey, Bars. You know what I'm saying? But it, it, I, I just, I think that's also something as well because punishment, kids hear punishment in school and we talk about school to prison pipeline. Right. Punishment in school, punishment in jail. Trouble in here. If you get trouble, you get thrown to the slammer. You get in trouble, you get sent to the principal's office. It's a similar dance or a familiar dance that they're used to, but they might not have learned the soft skills or how to redirect or possibly take a breath before they make an, uh, a decision that they innately are used to making. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say like language is important. And I'm open to learning more about restorative yeah, justice. Yeah. I just, there's, there's a lot more that I need to learn. Yeah. This is, this is only my first year working in school. So I'm still new to it. Um, 
And I just want to show appreciation to all teachers. This is definitely going to be a clip right here because all the teachers, we appreciate what y'all do. I couldn't do y'all job. I'm, I'm just, I'm just be honest with it. Like I could not do y'all job. The amount of stress and the amount of hours that you guys put in to help these kids. And it's just like hundreds of kids per day. Like God bless y'all. God bless y'all for real. pay teachers more too. Man. Yeah. Pay teachers more because they, man, they, they're rock stars. They're rock stars. And I just want to give my flowers to teachers and all my favorite teachers, uh, Miss Charles, <laughs> uh, Mr. P from fourth grade. And then just all the staff at Hampton university. Cause they were just, they were amazing. They're right. awesome. Um, but yeah, shout out to the teachers. That was a good little discussion we had about, about that. But I need to check myself. I need to check myself and understand that, you know, just because that's what I would have wanted, that doesn't mean that these kids don't deserve it. Exactly. It's a full circle moment. And like I said, I, 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 I have to check myself all the time. Like when I think about like how sometimes my parents respond to my younger siblings and me thinking about being the oldest, like, oh, mm -hmm. hold up. But then it's like, Shout out, you know what I mean? We right. just we just gotta salute it, we gotta support it. And again, like understand that we have options. Two things can both be right. We can activate or implement restorative justice and what that looks like, but also find consistent ways to hold people accountable, accountable. Right. Right. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not just always a zero a zero tolerance, you know what I mean? No nonsense type of environment. Like, what can that look like? And how can we still make these kids or scholars or people feel like people inherit their side of the story if all parties are open to it and on that note i i love how that ended a full circle moment and um what you got going on coming up i, I also want can we do like a life update because there's a lot of things that i haven't talked about but i want you to go first what's what's a life uh, update? you should go first okay so since we've been back, I have not let people know that my Kid Onyx cards are in Malik books. Liddy. Okay? And they keep hitting me up like, Nia, can we get more? Can we get more? Can we get more? So that is a blessing. Yeah. That is a blessing right there. Sometimes we don't realize how what we do impacts others. Right. And... You know, I'm just thinking, oh, this is just my little company. You know, I'm just trying to do little things. And it's just like, no, Malik Books wants your stuff. They want more. They want more. This is their third time ordering more. So I'm just very grateful for that opportunity. So if you need the Kings and Queens Emotion Cards to help with your emotional regulation, go on over to Malik Books at the Fox Hills Mall. What's it called? Century City Mall? Are they only available at there or can they buy them online as well? They can also buy them online. Oh, but if you God. want that, you know, in-person bookstore feeling, you can go on over to Malik Books. And I'm working on putting it in other bookstores as well. But I just want to say one thing about Kid Onyx. The reason why I started Kid Onyx is because I think it's very important that kids learn emotional regulation so that later on in life, they're not getting into fights. Right. They're not getting into it with the teacher. They're not storming out of class because they're learning at a young age that, oh, when I get angry, I need to take deep breaths. I need to walk away. I need to, 
I don't know, squeeze the stuffed animal really hard to get right. all that frustration out. So a lot of kids are struggling. We talked this whole episode about kids getting into trouble and struggling and not having, you know, the emotional capacity to deal with these instances. Get you some kid onyx cards, man. <laughs> get you some kid onyx cards for your kids so they don't have to be getting into fights every time somebody talk about their mama. Right. I'm just saying. That's all I got to say about that. Oh, yeah, kidonyx.com. Uh, follow underscore kidonyx on Instagram and follow us on TikTok. We got some big things coming. May was Mental Health Awareness Month. That's coming up. I got something coming for that. So just be on the lookout. I got a lot of things coming. We be try- I'll be trying to cook up stuff for y'all. I'm, I'm telling y'all, y'all don't even understand. Y'all don't see what goes on behind the scenes. But I got a lot of stuff coming, and I just wanted to give that update for everybody what you got going on brother so like i mentioned earlier um theater scouting for transparency to play can i get an audition you can audition everybody's open to audition okay great i got i got a good well well, can i help you write because i Ah, I don't know about that (laughs) 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 don't know about that but you but you know i got some good stories though you know I got some good stories, but I mean I when, just, when, when the opportunity presents you know, itself. I mean I ain't gotta help you write, but I I feel like I, I got some good stories. I could just, you know, give you some inspiration. Okay. You know, I'm not an actress. That's not what I do. You said all this though. But I, I I mean I feel like I could do it, but that's just not that's not me. That's so not look, me. everybody's open to audition. Once auditions drop. They will be dropping hopefully sometime next month. But I don't like to do auditions prior to having a theater book. Right. Once I have the theater booked enough time, then I can move how I want to move because I can figure out where people are located. Right. All of that. Um, Outside of that, it's just I'm really taking this TV screenwriting class seriously because, again, I'm... I've been avoiding it for long enough because I'm big on like influence. I'm big on like sometimes people wanting you to just write like them as opposed to like your natural self. So I think I had to like really figure out who I was as a writer before I wanted to get all these different like people telling me, Oh, you got to do it like this. You got to do it like that. Mm -hmm. So me taking it seriously. Now I've been having to watch a lot of TV shows, like for my classmates and even myself, I'm going to have to write my own episode of Abbott elementary. So, you know what I mean? It's just like, I'm I'm watching TV different for the enjoyment, but also like, oh, that's what a cold open is. Oh, that's an A story and that's a B story. Still mm-hmm. at the beginning stages of it, but I'm just extremely excited. And I think also just like fulfilled in the fact that I've never counted myself out. Mm-hmm. I've never felt like I needed certain things to make me push the button. And I feel like we're a part of an era, a, gen- a generation of, of people who feel like, I can't start that because I don't have this yet. I can't start that because I don't have that yet. And I've just been consistent with failing myself forward. Like whatever, it's going to turn out however it turns out, but I know I'm going to be resilient. I know I'm going to emerge from whatever obstacles are there. I don't care. I don't care who's in that room that I didn't walk into. I'm going to walk in as myself and walk out as myself. Mm. Sorry for the random motivation, but like, that's just like my energy. Like I'm, and I've been consistent with that. So I say all that to say what I've been up to, just like I've been up to the same thing, like consistently adding value to myself, consistently looking at situations at all angles. Like how can I approach this the most efficient way possible? Um, and, and, and separating myself from like, 
things that I'm not vibrationally compatible with mm. from people, environment, situations, and being okay with that, not right. letting time or whatever, like keep, keep us connected. Like I'm, I'm completely okay with just being like deuces, right? Like, like respectfully or, or however you choose to, to take it. But I'm, I'm over just trauma bonding with people and keeping, letting that be like our glue. Like, right. Yeah. A lot of people don't know they're still hanging with people or dealing with people because it's out of like trauma bonding environments. Or if, if that's what works for you, cool. But if I'm a bond or like connect with people, if it is like the relatability of trauma bonding, cool. But let's not let that be the foundation or still engage in self-sabotaging like situations. Right. So it's just, again, like it's hard for me to answer what I've been up to because it's like, the same thing. Same old, same old. Same old, Working same hard. Old. Working hard. But I like what you said about I'm not just chilling with people that I'm not on the same, like, vibration with. Because yeah. that's me. Like, these past two months. I'm about to stay in the crib. Right. I've been staying in the crib. I ain't been dating. My friends was like, oh, so who's your new boo? I'm like, what are you talking about? I told you I wasn't dating. They're like, oh, I thought you wasn't being serious. I'm like, no. Nah, I'm being serious, y'all. Like, I'm really trying to not just talk about it but be about it we had right. we had an episode on boundaries right. and it was just eye opening for me so i was just like you know what let's just lock in focus on the podcast focus on your your business focus on your job right. pour into yourself that's another thing i i hadn't been pouring into myself prior to this year i'm really taking advantage of that and doing that this year like i'm not playing no games we going to the spa mm-hmm. we doing yoga we doing meditation all that Working out, all that. I'm being intentional about all that. We need a, um, a, a be intentional bell. Ding. Yeah, we do. We do. Um, you know, I had a dream. I'm sorry, I'm rambling. No, but no, I had good, a dream good. that you owned your own studio, your own production studio. I text you that. Mm. I, I had a dream that I was helping you work at, at your studio and you were like, Yeah, I just bought this studio. It got this theater right here. And then we got here. We could film podcasts right here. And we could film TV shows right here. And I was just like, dang, this is a joke. Like what what you need me to do? Like right. I was trying to help you. And and that was just crazy to me like that I had that dream. And I was just like, hmm. It's hmm. there there's there might be something to it. There's certain there's certain things in the works like honestly and it's like I have five-year plans, 10-year plan, different things like that. But I think I'm committed to the process. I'm committed to... Right. I've unlearned... Not going to rush it. Yeah, like, I, I've, I I, had to take the time to, like, unlearn the aspect that things need to happen at this time exactly when you want them and just keep putting my, my, my foot forward. And whenever things happen, they will because I'm, I'm 31 now and I'm just taking, like, a screenwriting, TV screenwriting class. And You're I've, 31? Yeah. Okay. Didn't know that. And I, 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 <laughs> why are you laughing? No, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go I'm ahead. just saying, like I've, I've, I've had opportunities of doing things like in the past, and it's just like I'm, I'm trusting the timing while knowing, like, just knowing that things will happen when they're supposed to. And in closing, we are not just talking about these things just to talk about these things. We live the things that we're talking about. Right. We're not just up here just shouting and telling you what you should do and you should do that. We're talking about our own experiences and we're also putting it into practice. Right. 
So when you listen to what's good with you, know that you're going to get a good word and you're also going to get it from people who are actually living what they're talking about. Word. So I just want that to be a disclaimer and let everybody know we actually check in with ourselves. We actually hold ourselves accountable when it comes to these things. And thank you for Most tuning in. Most of the time. Yeah, we 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 work in progress. <laughs> but thank you for tuning in. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe to our YouTube page and also our Instagram page, double underscore what's good with you. And also purchase some merch on what's good with you pod.com. Get that merch and also tag us when you guys get it. Cause I see people ordering, but nobody's taking pictures of them. So tag us when you get it and comment. All that, yeah. Five comment star. all that. Um, it's been another episode. Yes, yes, of yes. What's good with you? We out.